<laughs> Would you start it already or what? what are we talking about? What's the matter? Just start it. What is going on, everybody? I am Captain Kriegs here with just Casey. Just Casey. For another edition of Occasionally Coherent. Um, which I believe we may need to start to call occasionally recording. Yeah, that's that seems like a pretty great uh, substitute title. What episode are we even recording? Like, who freaking? We've been knows. doing this for like two ish years is now, and uh, we still we're at episode. This will be episode sixty four, and uh, we, I don't think we've consistently recorded four episodes in a row. Have we recorded three since I moved back? Probably. Uh, we've definitely recorded three since you moved back, but it hasn't been no, three, three in a row. row. Nah, I don't think so. I really mm. don't. Yeah. Well, we did warn you that we, we were insanely busy. Uh, and looking at the calendar, um, there is no end in sight for really? how busy we really are going to be. Um, between vacations and pokemon tournaments and just general household like things that have to get taken care of or vehicles or whatever um we are insanely busy so we apologize um i've definitely gotten a few complaints from the uh from the audience about not having enough content out there um we apologize. We're going to try. We almost just didn't record this week either yeah. because Goose is not here. Um, he's fine, but he's just busy. He had right. something else going on. So it's it's pretty crazy um, to try and get all three of us not busy. <laughs> so Yeah, it just doesn't um, happen. It will slow down. I would assume it will slow down after the fall, I, I mean, would think. So for me, maybe even yeah, sooner than that. For me, it's gonna be better going forward. Like my last like hurrah of vacation time off was last week. So that's true. That's I I I'll, I'll be around. So I'll I'll obviously I'm the one doing all of the the technical stuff. So like if I'm not here, it's just probably not happening. Right. Um. So I'll be around, and I'm gonna do what I can to try and make sure that I'm yeah a little bit better of making myself available and all that stuff. Yep. It's, it's fun. I I enjoy it. Like every single time, I'm like, God dang it! I really like <laughs> stuff comes to mind. I just got like a long running list of like podcast topics and stuff like that. And this is like there were never like some of it's like not even relevant anymore. And it's like, man, if we would have recorded when I thought of that, right? That would have been great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we have. I mean, we have plenty of conversations while we are out and about. You know, doing family stuff, doing other stuff together, where it's like. Dang, it's really too bad we didn't have like a microphone running right now because this is basically a podcast episode. Right. Um, but it's just you know, that's why we w started a podcast is because we you know we enjoy having in depth discussions about things and right. We know that we need to uh, <laughs> be more consistent. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was that was the like the thing about it like and uh, anybody who listens to the podcast anywhere and i've said it a thousand times it's like it's so disappointing we're like oh it's monday my mm -hmm. podcast is out and then you go and then they they mm -hmm. didn't drop an episode or it's right. late or right. 
something like not that we have anybody who's really that worried about our podcast but still right well like i said probably disappointing i've gotten complaints so there are people that are that are disappointed in not having a podcast so if if we've disappointed one person i feel bad so yeah exactly so we're gonna be better i know i say it a lot but we're gonna be better right um so this week um we sat down and I asked Casey, what are we talking about? And he said, don't worry about it. I said I'd throw some topics at you. Oh. And then proceeded to make myself very, very busy for the rest of the day. So I didn't even glance back at it. But uh, we can talk about uh, one of the things that you brought up. So you mentioned uh, one of the things that keeps you busy is uh, Pokemon tournaments. Yes. And we started out as a TCG podcast. Right. You can go back to the first episodes in this feed. And we were totally TCG and then... COVID hit and we, we were, were like, what the hell are we going to talk about? And even right. at that point, it was kind of like, okay, are we really going to just sit here and only talk about TCGs when we right. all have a ton of other interests and yeah, whatever else? So it was like, okay, let's you know regroup and come up with something. So that's where an occasional kill here came aboard. But we still obviously enjoy playing trading card games and going to competitive events and stuff. And I know that there's some people who listen who are in that same boat. Right. Um, so uh, one of the things that Captain Kriegs has kept himself busy doing is traveling around to some Pokemon tournaments and it's starting to ramp up. One of the things that happened that has resulted in us being very busy is they finally like have gone back back competitive. They brought back to the competitive tournaments locally instead of it just being a couple of large, um, you know, national or regional scale tournaments. Um, now there's local ones where you know you might you might find ten people, you might find forty people, but they're going to be a little bit smaller and a little bit more of a fun competitive atmosphere in that sense. So yeah, um, talk to me a little bit about what all that entails. Like it's so so I'm a new I'm a new Pokemon player and and we'll we'll use Pokemon as an example. Um, Magic the Gathering has a s- similar competitive scene. Theirs has been still kicking throughout all of COVID. They just kind of um, you know, shuffled some stuff around and yeah. changed their rules a little bit, but well, um, I feel like we Magic has it figured out, whereas Pokemon yeah. does not. Yeah, Ma- Magic does a good, and it's something that I've complained about a lot. Uh, Magic does a great job of supporting the community and uh, the content creators that are out there. They they've stepped on their own toes quite a bit, even especially recently. But for the most part, from the outside looking in as a casual player, they've done a great job of. Mm-hmm making sure that the community is supported and making sure that the content creators are relatively supported. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It sure seems like that anyway. I mean, being a, on the outside looking in, you know, obviously I've played magic before, but I am far from any kind of like regular magic player, but looking at it from a Pokemon player's perspective, it's like, Holy crap. Magic always has, like, they have all these different formats. They have all this different support for all these different formats. Right. They have all these different levels of of tournaments that are always, like, insane cash prizing and, like, so many different ways to qualify and and all this stuff. And it's, like, it's always you're, you're wishing that could be Pokemon. And it's crazy to me. And I, <clears throat> I don't... I don't understand how a company like Pokemon can't look at at Magic and be like, "Oh yeah, that works, so we should do that too." <laughs> you know? It just blows my mind. Yeah. 
so anyway, so we're we're gonna look we're, we'll look at this through the Pokemon lens because that's what we're most familiar with. But right. um, there's still a lot of aspects that transfer over to any of the other trading card games that you might be playing, or any other even competitive video games. Kind of have a, I mean, they're they're you know that's a whole other realm too that. I'm way on the outside looking in. I know a little yeah. bit about how some of that stuff is set up with um, the Call of Duty tournaments and the League of Legends tournaments, stuff like that. But right. Um, so explain it to me. I'm I'm a brand new Pokemon player, and I want to get into playing competitively. I've got I've got my cards. I've got a good deck. I've got a a meta deck that's got proven results. Okay. Where do I go from there? Well, so. <clears throat> To to start it off, we just finished up what Pokemon calls a season, right? Like just yep. like every other sport, um, Pokemon has a season. And the tournament that we were just at, me and Goose went um, with a car full of guys. We went to Columbus, Ohio, for what they call a international um, championship. So it's in North America, so it's called NAIC. And there's four of those, one a quarter. Um, every year and usually North America wraps up a season. So <clears throat> worlds is in August. So it's probably about a month out from now. I think, I don't know the date exactly. I want to say like the 17th of August. Um, so it's like a month out from now cause we're recording this on the 11th and all, all the points that you earned up through that tournament that we were just at in Columbus, those count towards the world championships that's in this August in Yokohama, Japan. Worlds rotates every year to a different city. And um, last year it was in London. The year before that it was, oh God, where was it? I don't even remember. It was in the U.S. somewhere. Nashville maybe? Does that sound right? I don't know, but I think it was it was in the U.S. And uh, hopefully next year it comes back to the U.S. Um, that's what a bunch of us are hoping, that it's just going to be on like a three-year rotation kind of thing. So starting July 4th or 3rd or whatever it was, um, that was the start of a new season. And what you have at the local level is you have a league which is usually a once a week, sometimes twice a week, I'd assume, um, where you can go and it's usually some kind of structured play. You play against other people. You either either it's free and you can earn some prize packs that Pokemon's been uh, supplying, or you can um, pay a couple dollars. We pay five dollars every Thursday for our local league. And it's a pack per win. So if you win three games, you get three packs. You paid $5 for three packs, basically, right? So it's pretty good. <clears throat> and uh, so that's kind of the entry into any kind of organized play. Um, that gives you zero championship points. And like I said, championship points earn you an invite towards Worlds. Every year there's a different threshold um, of how many points you have to get. This last year they started at 500 and lowered it to 350, I believe. So, um, because not a lot of people were qualifying, I think, and then they didn't have competitive play. So there wasn't a lot of opportunity to um, earn championship points. So, so then after your local leagues, um, one step above that would be a league challenge. 
Um, so this is an official Pokemon tournament. Um, you pay a set fee, usually $10. Um, you have to write out a deck list because you have to submit a deck list to prove to a judge that you're playing a legal deck. Um, and the winner of a league challenge gets 15 championship points. Runner up gets like 12 top, top four gets you like eight. Um, and then there's kickers that go into that too. Like if you get so many players, um, so many more people get points. Like the local one we had last, the last one we had was like top eight got points at league challenge, which is pretty unheard of. Um, for a league challenge, usually it's just top four, um, because we had like 26 people or something like that. So that's kind of your, your first, um, first jaunt into actual competitive Pokemon, um, where there's actually championship points on the line. And then if you step up from that, you have a league challenge. Um, these are very competitive. Um, the winner gets 50 championship points. Um, and then it just kind of goes down from there. Um, usually these are four to five rounds of Swiss. And by Swiss, they mean basically you just get matched up with a, with a random opponent for, for five rounds, best of one. And then after that, they cut to the top eight. So if you ever hear somebody say top cut, it's, you know, usually the top eight, you know, at a regional, it's the top, top eight or top 16 or whatever. Um, and then in top cut that you get repaired, um, reshuffled, all that kind of stuff, reseated, if you will. Um, and then you play best of three and then until there's, you know, one person left and they get their 50 championship points. Um, usually those have a higher cost of entry, you know, anywhere from 15 to $25, probably, I would assume, maybe even 30. I don't know. I, right. Yeah. We haven't had, you know, the locals in, in a while. So right. I don't remember what I used to pay for them. Um, so, and then after that, you have what Pokemon calls special events, um, which are pretty uncommon, I guess I'll say. Um, there's only like two or three every year, um, maybe even four. And it's just, it's basically a regional without calling it a regional. Yeah, Um, they're usually in places where they might not have access to. Right, right. Yeah, like there was one in South Africa. Yeah, I was going to say there was one in South Africa. There was another one somewhere, and I don't remember. But Um, but their regional level point um, allotments, like you can get a lot of points for doing good with a lot less people in attendance right so the people that chase you know top 16 in their region for world's invites they go to those special events because they can farm points easier um with a lot less effort um and then beyond that you have your regular regionals which usually there's you know anywhere from 10 to 15 regionals in a region um, I think we're going to get 12 next year or something like that is the, is the rumor out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And at those, a regional winner gets like 300 points or something like that. Um, and then it just kind of keeps going down from there all the way. I've seen it all the way up to five sixteen. Yeah. Um, getting points it for getting on, in the that, top five sixteen. Yeah. It starts to depend on the amount of players right. at that point too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
So, um, so yeah, so this next coming season, um, I plan to, um, grind out, uh, as many events as I can. Um, a lot of our group is kind of looking at this as a last hurrah to be able to, um, really try to, to, you know, strive for a world's invite because that's the ultimate goal, right? Is to be able to get a world's invite and go to worlds as a competitor, not just a spectator. Right. Um, so yeah. And, uh, it's definitely a young man's game. Um, because when you're an adult, you definitely have a lot of other things going on that don't, that you can't put as a priority. <laughs> yeah. When you're trying to uh, to grind Somewhat, out a similar to podcasting, bike. yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Let's right? see, it all comes full circle, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and the local events are a plenty. Um, yep. I just sat down the other day. Um, you know, I'm a planner. I've definitely said that on here before, and so I wanted to see what events were. Uh, between now and the first regional of the year of the season that um, we're going to go to, which is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and there was something like 27 events over the next two months that award championship points that were within driving distance for us here in Wisconsin. Um, and it basically is going to start this Saturday. Uh, there's yep. a challenge I'm going to go to, and then Sunday we're driving to Green Bay to go to a League Cup. Um, I think the following Monday there's a challenge as well um, that I might go to. And so it's it's going to start to be a grind. Um, and, you know, if you ask any of the <clears throat> quote-unquote old heads, I guess, in the game, they will tell you that um, the game favors younger people that don't have as many obligations, right? Like, if you can travel to all these different places and playing these events and get points, then you're going to do, you're going to be better. Right. Right. Like you're just, you're going to have a higher placing. You're going to have, you know, more championship points. Um, and it's, it's just kind of the way it is. I don't think that there's an answer to that. Um, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. Right. But yeah. Um, because points are unlocked, basically they're, they're not region locked. Um, so anybody in the U S can go play in Europe at a regional in Europe and gain championship points. Regionals in Europe, a lot smaller regionals in Australia, a lot smaller, you know, so it's, you know, quote unquote easier, right? You still have to do good and you still have to know what you're doing, but you know, the odds of you doing better are higher. Right. Yeah. When there's a smaller amount of people, the, mm -hmm. the pool of skilled players is going to be a little bit smaller for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we do have a friend, a uh, friend of the program, Sackett, uh, Sacksack17 on Twitch and Twitter, I believe. Um, Sacksack17 on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He actually did get his world's invite this year. Um, so he will actually be going to Yokohama, Yokohama, uh, Japan, um, to compete as a competitor in worlds, which is really, really awesome. Um, he just definitely worked hard for it. Um, and it's kind of inspired the rest of us to, yeah. uh, to try and do the same. You know, we, as a group, if we all, you know, pull up to, you know, wherever the heck worlds is next year, Las Vegas, 
as right. all competitors, right? Yeah, that'd be and pretty awesome. If it was yeah, it would be way cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one of the – that's my uh, – that's where I'm putting my chips on is is Vegas. They always have um, a magic – a big magic <laughs> tournament there every year, one of their Grand Prix – it's not Grand Prix, it's like a right. magic fest now is whatever they yeah. call it. But Well, the, the big thing right now is Pokemon is growing at such an unbelievably rapid pace that their venues can't keep up. The venues that they pick, which I got to believe, you know – I work in business, and if Goose were here, he would probably agree with me because he used to work in business, that you have to project out multiple years in advance. Oh, like, yeah. You just sure. have to. If you don't, you're already behind. And so Pokemon probably has these events um, booked at these certain locations multiple years in advance. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So the fact that... Um, there's a rumor going around. So for this NAIC that we just came from, there is a lot of people that did not get in because the attendance capped out, right? And the attendance capped out at like 2,300 players yeah. total, which yeah. is an insane number. Um, and, uh, there's a rumor going around that at any point there was about 4,000 people trying to register for NAIC. I believe it. So they've definitely outgrown their plan. Um, and so hopefully they can find venues that are big enough to accommodate that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been a lot of the discussion in the in the in the community is about, you know, well, how do, how do we make that better? How do we make it not so much a whose internet can ping the the fastest? You know, that's who gets to be to go to these regionals. Not not necessarily the best players. Like I knew, I think I knew twenty people that were way better players than a lot of people that went to NAIC that didn't get to go because they just didn't get in. Um, so it's it's. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I'm glad I don't work for Pokemon right now because it, I'm sure it's very frustrating and very uh, stressful. Um, but at the same time, you know, we we would at like the to same see time, some there's, change. At the same time, there's a solution out there. Right. It's not. That, it's not uh, an unsolvable uh, problem. It's a yeah. problem that they're making more difficult on themselves by not solving it. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Pokemon with. The resource or a company like Pokemon with the resources that they have should be able to come up with a solution. Right. Um, you know, there's a rumor out there that that Wisconsin doesn't get their regional next year because of the venue. Well, I you won't. Know, uh, for one reason or another, I won't. I won't fault them for that. The venue for Milwaukee was awful. Right. So yeah, yeah. So um, it'll be interesting to see if locations change or not. Um, we have, I think, four regionals announced for the year for this season. Yep. Um, Pittsburgh, Peoria, Toronto, and I can't remember the other one. I think I got a, like a picture on my phone here of of all of them that were announced. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so it's Pittsburgh, Barcelona special event in Barcelona. Uh, Curitiba. I don't know where that is. It's in Latin America. 
uh, Peoria, Sacramento, Lily, which is in the, the UK, and then Toronto. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events announced. Um, Pittsburgh, I don't remember there ever being a regional in Pittsburgh. I remember there was a regional in Atlantic City, which I believe is kind of in the... No, Pittsburgh's on the... Um... On the western side of Pennsylvania, Atlantic City would be closer to like Philly and that right, whole, like, right, East yeah, Coast yeah. Region. Um, yeah. But that was a couple of years ago before all this growth happened, and um, we're gonna yeah, be going no, to that. Yeah, no shot that they hold a regional in like an LA. Well, maybe LA. It's a little more spread out, but there's no shot that there's anything held in like a New York, New Jersey area. Like that's just well, they have before. I know they've done it, but that was like you said, way before. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. They, so they, hopefully, they'd hold that and then maybe get a thousand people. Yeah, that's hopefully manageable they, in an area they like that. have enough that's room with these events because the amount of people that they would get to go to something like that. Yeah, it's going to be very disappointing if these events sell out and and people don't get to go in. Um, there's going to be a there's there's going to be a loss of this unprecedented growth, right? right. Like when you grow at an unprecedented rate you have to put more resources in to capture and maximize that growth. Right. And Pokemon has done nothing of the sort, really, right. <laughs> which is very, very strange. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of people in the TCG community, in the Pokemon TCG community, that say that Pokemon doesn't care about the TCG. Um, I'm probably one of those people. Yeah, I've said it before, too. Like, yeah. They do not care about the competitive game. All they care about is selling the cards. Oh, yeah, right. The, they don't make any money on the competitive side of it. Well, I, they make, I've they, heard Their money that, comes from them selling right. the, the product itself. That's the money yeah. maker. And then maybe they can, they can entice, they can call the VGC, like so the, the competitive video game side of it, they can call that a little bit of like advertisement because it's kind of like a... Um, mm -hmm. you know, like any any other competitive video game, you know, people are you know teams are paying in to, um, be a part of it and that kind of thing. So there's and then there's a little bit of advertisement because if people are watching, like, oh, they're playing this game that looks like a lot of fun. I'm gonna go buy it. But at the end of the day, they don't make any money on the card stuff. If if they do, it's very minimal. Maybe they break even on one of those yeah. competitive tournaments. Well, potentially, you know, I've heard some rumors that things are going to be changing with that. Pokemon's going to try and capture more revenue on the event stuff, but yeah, look for um, regardless, way more money to enter. <laughs> well, yeah, regardless, um, you know, it, there, I think that there should be some changes coming. Um, some overdue ones, um, and if there isn't, then the game is going to start to lose its, its momentum for sure. Um, so that's, uh, that's kind of all I got on the Pokemon TCG. Um, we'll probably keep everybody updated whenever we record, um, with kind of where our progress is. Yeah, we'll um, get, um, old, uh, totally TCG fans will know we'll get um Sack and Chris on mm -hmm. have them talk a little bit about it they're both very knowledgeable and yeah um a good time to talk to as well yeah um, yeah we've got so, a handful of other people that we can get on to talk about that so as well we'll do we'll do an update every every once in a while for yeah. sure um one of the things I don't did we talk I don't think we talked about cuz we haven't recorded in like a month um one of the uh 
Yeah, did we talk about the Flash already? The movie? The movie? Did we talk or did we see that after we I don't know. recorded? I don't remember if we talked about it or not. It <laughs> I sucked. think we it did sucked. talk about it. It sucked, but uh, we'll we'll move on then. It sucked, but it's not the its fault that it sucked. I think if it was under different circumstances, the movie would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it. But that's I, a whole nut, like a whole like podcast series in and of itself. Me and Casey have mentioned multiple times that we literally have tirades um, about the DCU and what what it's become um yeah almost daily we got a new ahsoka trailer today though we did that, that was, was pretty crazy dude <laughs> i was pumped I, I think i've watched it like four times now it's pretty really nice. yeah i just watched it the one time i've yeah. been uh i was doing messing around with other stuff today and um but yeah ahsoka yeah uh, for those that. that don't i think we've talked about ahsoka before um, yeah. she's the character from the animated series Clone Wars and then the Star Wars Rebels series. Yeah. One of the most, um, I don't even know what the word is. One of the most controversial, is that the right word? So she started off controversial because everybody was like not liking the fact that they just shoehorned in Anakin having a, an apprentice for the sake yeah, of the show. But, but then she became one of the most beloved characters. Yeah, beloved. That's probably the better word. But um, yeah, she's uh, she's great. Um, the show, the trailer looks awesome. Um, the show's kind of a continuation of her where her story left off in Rebels. She obviously appeared it in sure one episode. It sure looks like of, it's going to pick up right yeah, where Rebels left off. She showed up in a... Um, and obviously an episode of the Mandalorian and an episode of Book of Boba Fett, so yep. um, it will it'll pick up kind of where where we last saw her there. Um, and it's pretty exciting. Um, it's gonna kind of supposedly kind of go down an avenue that Star Wars hasn't gone down before, though. So that's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Um, yeah. Obviously, Star Wars is in a pretty uh, Lucasfilm in general is in a pretty uh, tough place right now. Because uh, the Indiana Jones movie that just came out flopped. I didn't even go and see it. I'll just wait until it comes on Disney Plus at this point. Wait, um, you're surprised that Indiana no, Jones No, 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 no. I, oh. I, I just said it flopped. I could have told you that it was going to. They're in a, they're, they're in a bad to? place right now due to that. Um, Disney's, you know, obviously cutting stuff from Disney Plus because nobody's making any money because they thought that, you know, spending a bunch of money on content would bring people in, but then they realize when that content sucks, then you can't uh, yeah, exactly. expect to make too much money on it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting very shortly with all this streaming stuff. Yeah. Um because there's a lot of companies that are finding that they cannot make money off a streaming service, no matter how much stuff you put out, it doesn't matter. People are going to watch what they want to watch, and if yeah. you don't have it, or if you have something different that's not as good, they don't care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like these companies that I, I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. Like, you hate to say it, but like Disney and Apple, that's what it's gonna come down to. And then, yeah, I mean. All of the streaming services, basically all of them except for Netflix, are losing money, man. Disney's losing money for Disney's sure. Disney's losing money. We know They're that Warner Bros. Stuff. Yeah, we know Warner Bros. is losing money. They're because taking they... stuff off of Disney and counting it as a as a tax write off. Right. Yeah. Same. It's the same thing that um, 
Warner Brothers did with HBO Max, now called Max for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and then I got to imagine that like Paramount Plus isn't making that much money. Peacock maybe I'm, is doing I'm like, not okay. a subscriber to Paramount Plus anymore. They didn't have anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Peacock actually is doing pretty good, but Peacock has specific rights to a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like Peacock yeah. has, has rights to WWE. They have yeah. rights to golf. Um, they have rights to a lot of things that's going to draw a lot of people in. Yeah. And thankfully NBC has like the office and parks and rec and Brooklyn nine, nine and the good place right. and all that, all those really fun shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so like somebody like me who loves those shows, like I'm going to be a Peacock subscriber until I die. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, I can't even call it a point of frustration because it's kind of a reap what you sow situation. Like all of us sat here for how long saying we want more, we want more content. So then when they finally figured out a way to do that, then yeah, we realized that, uh, quantity over quality isn't going to be the well, sustainable model. I think and, that companies like Disney have realized that too. Like yeah. we've heard multiple times, you know, over the last six months that Disney is they're backing off of, of doing so much Marvel content yeah. and doing so much star Wars content. They're like, we can't sustain this. It's not profitable. Um, and you know, thankfully I think we're, we're, currently in the middle of secret invasion which is the uh, tv show or a marvel streaming series that is really good mm-hmm. um and i think that's because it was worked on longer <laughs> than some other stuff but i think that you know there's potential for what's coming next is not going to be good as well because it's all kind of just been rushed out the door and right you know i think i think a big part of it is when bob Iger stepped down as CEO and Bob Chapek took over for Disney. He split apart Disney creative and the right and Disney writing or Disney creative and Disney marketing. I think it was, he split them apart, right? So that the people who wrote had no say over how the movie was marketed, you know, and I'm, there's definitely other avenues in there. Um, but that you just split apart, two groups that are working on the same movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think we're, you know, we're seeing the fallout from that is that content isn't as good. A lot of people are pissed about the marketing that they always reveal too much. And now that, that Bob Iger is back, I think that we're going to kind of try and go back to the way things used to be. Um, you know, and that's hopefully that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, and the, the I, I talked about it. We talk about the MCU a lot. Um, the uh, the idea of following up on what was ultimately like probably one of the greatest um, cinematic like culminations of anything in the last decade, which was Avengers End Endgame. Following up on that, like expectations were going to be insurmountable and. Yeah, we, you were never gonna we, be as good. You know, we we learned that they they started off pretty great. It was like, okay, you know, they they can do this with uh, Wandavision, but then yeah. it just kind of, it's been a really up and down, yeah, up and down ride ever since then. And they, you know, hopefully we're we're back on the right track. Secret Invasion has been pretty good. 
Yeah. Obviously, that started being worked on when people were complaining about it. So hopefully, they were like, okay, let's address yeah. these changes. Obviously, but it has potential to like flop really easily. It really That's does. That's what I worry yeah. about, right? Like, mm-hmm. like it it can be really good, but also can be really bad. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got this week. Yeah, yeah. Short little uh, episode of us uh, ranting like we normally do about um, the state of the movies that we love, and then a uh, little, little uh, deep dive into some TCG, which has been a while since we've done that. So mm-hmm. felt pretty good. We'll hopefully be back here. I won't promise next week, but I'll do everything I can to at least get somebody across the microphone from me for you guys, so we can. Uh, it should be, we should be next we should be able week. To, yeah, we should be able to make think. it work. Look, looking at the schedule, there's no reason it shouldn't. Right, but you know, after that might be a challenge. But right. next week we should be able to. Yeah, so, so. We'll, we'll get Goose back on here. We'll get a rip beer. Um, don't forget yep. to, uh, you know, pass pass this podcast along to the next person. Let them know to. Give us a listen. Not that we're always that entertaining, but hopefully we're, you know, providing a little, enough. providing a little bit of something. Uh, shout out to Robot Opera for the awesome music. We use that as our intro and outro. Check out their page on Spotify. I'll have a link to that in the description. And uh, we'll be back at a later date. Thanks, everyone. See ya.